You're listening to Podcasting Paradigms with David Truss, and these are my summer 2012 reflections. Walking along the roads, carrying these stones, looking for some place to rest our weary bones, tearing stories and singing songs, and we create the place we might belong. This is uh, Dave Truss, and I am speaking to you from about 150 meters downstream from Margaret Falls in Herald Provincial Park in the Shushwap near Salmon Armand, British Columbia, Canada. And I thought I'd share a few uh, thoughts as I sit here by this bubbling brook, I guess you should call it, or more like a stream, uh, right next to a beautiful bridge going over it, and I'm surrounded by trees. I can see some camper campsites, uh, d- depending on which direction I look, or I just see a wooded forest if I look the other way, and it's just beautiful. I, I thought I'd share some of my summer reflections, and I'll start with heading to Algonquin Park and going to Unplugged 12. Uh, being unplugged, it's really about being plugged in. Um, and I think it was uh, Stephen Hurley who talked about how our generation now is in the nearly now. You know, the texting, the Twitter, the not quite present, but the, as he calls it, the nearly now. And what Unplugged for me was about was truly plugging in and connecting to the people who joined us at this session. And uh, it, it was amazing. Um, there's just so much to share uh, about what we did and how we came together. And I guess the best thing to do is to say, go look for the Unplugged 12 um, ebook, and you can see what we did and how we shared there. But I think um, I think the bigger thing is about when we unplug. It's really about connecting to family, connecting to nature, connecting to friends. And I used to have this idea that we have sort of real life versus digital friends, but I think the lines have really blurred um, there. And at the same time, uh, I think geography geography matters a lot less, but it still matters. And the, um, the opportunity we have to sort of plug in to our friendships, to spend face to face time together, can be underestimated. It's not essential, but it's fulfilling, rich, and meaningful when we have those moments where we can truly connect. Uh, what was sort of neat was uh, as soon as we finished Unplugged, we hopped on our bus with, that had uh, wireless, and I went from being very unplugged to being completely plugged in. I was part of a bus cast, a live radio broadcast from our bus to DS106 Radio. And what a contrast it was to go from being unplugged to a live plugged-in feed. Uh, so that, that was pretty neat. From there, I flew from Toronto, where I was visiting family before uh, going to Unplugged, and went to Vancouver just to drop off my, my kids, and then flew to Texas to help run a professional development session with the November Learning Team. I spent a day with teachers showing them how to get connected on Digo, Twitter, and blogs. And I also had a chance to connect with Kathy Cassidy, who was also at Unplugged. 
And I learned that as well as a wonderful educator, she really is equally a wonderful person. And it's just one of those opportunities to meet just some genuine people. Uh, it was very interesting, too, heading down uh, to um, Texas in that I arrived at my hotel 3.30 in the morning when I had to leave at 7 for the session. And uh, it's pretty amazing how when you get in with a group of people, how sharing and giving uh, opportunities to to share things you're generally excited about can really help keep you going. Because uh, I, I really didn't feel tired during that time with, with uh, the teachers I was with in, in Texas. And I certainly hope um, that... I was giving them my maximum despite my lack of sleep. Uh, from there, I actually had a six-hour layover in Vancouver, um, probably one of my most plugged-in opportunities this entire summer, and uh, just sat in the uh, executive lounge, paid for it, and went and uh, plugged in and got to um, just play and connect online a little bit. But then uh, from there, I was off to Smithers, B.C. for my friends Tizia and Servas. Uh, they, uh, they had a wonderful three-day wedding event. And um, they said a much opportunity to meet a steward of our land by the name of John Risdale. He is chief of the Wet'suwet'en tribe. Um, and what an amazing person to meet. Um, he shared stories of his people and of his fight to prevent the Enbridge Pipeline, which is heading um, from sort of the tar sands, uh, I believe in Alberta, all the way across uh, BC and into uh, a very narrow uh, port city where tankers are going to ship these, um, basically this oil directly to China. Um, and it's it's very it's really a, a scary thing. This pi a pipeline break or a tanker spill could destroy some of the most pristine lake and river systems or ocean coastline in the world that we share in our northern BC. Um, and it would just be a tragic thing. And to think that uh, um, just one one error, um, uh, you know, I think uh, the tanker. Uh, Valdez, I, I believe was the name, was one of the ones that uh, we learned just what the devastation can cause when we have an accident. And there's just so many opportunities for human error. And John Risdale is really speaking out on behalf of um, our land and the people of uh, the Smithers in that area um, to say, you know, this is just not an acceptable thing to do. And I love his approach. In, in his idea, he's not negotiating with the government. Um, there is no negotiation. This is simply an, an acceptable thing that they're trying to do. Um, and and I, I certainly hope that uh, um, his message gets shared. And I'll, I'll share some links um, to look in. But I, I mean, I, I look at John Risdale as a modern-day Canadian hero for what he's doing as a steward of our land uh, in protecting us against um, the idea that... Uh, a pipeline of this scale um, that could threaten so much of our land could actually be something that would benefit us in any way, shape, or form. So, uh, from from there, we had a lot of opportunity to to see a lot of different things. But uh, teaching Sarvas's wedding was one of the most spiritual I've been to, and I've photographed over a hundred weddings. 
uh, been to a lot of ceremonies and this really was a wonderful opportunity that made me realize that you know I think in big cities we really lose a sense of community that some of these smaller communities have and and they just had a whole community wrapped around them and the celebration was just wonderful from beginning to end and I think maybe that's why I'm so focused on developing my online community is because I get that sense of connectedness in a way that I don't necessarily do from uh, living in a bigger city where um, you know I know my neighbors on either side of me and one across the street but I can't go any deeper than that um, without looking at my friends that I've connected through work relationships and through my children's um, um, friends parents and so I, I think that um, I think that that's something that I really noticed was uh, that idea of being in a small city a small community uh, can really bring together people in a way that uh, perhaps that's what we look for in our digital connectedness to find those like-minded people who share common themes and ideas and and support each other in ways that um, it's really hard sometimes to find support uh, locally one of the things that I got to do, part part of the one of the people that was part of the celebration uh, for Teaching Servas was an artist by the name of Roy Henry Vickers, and uh, I had a wonderful opportunity the day after the wedding before my flight to go spend a couple hours chatting with him, and I'll share what we talked about. There's so much. He's such a, a an amazing teacher, and um, I, I have some recordings that I'm going to share uh, with you. But uh, there's one specific one that I'd like to uh, to share, and I, I think that it's really interesting. Um, he was very open. Roy Henry Vickers was very open about um, uh, when he got noticed as an artist. One of his pieces was given to uh, the Queen, and from there he ex- received extreme notoriety that he wasn't ready for. And he went through a, a, a period where he fought with alcoholism and even contemplated suicide and there are some key teachers in his lives that that helped direct him uh, a different way but one of the things that he shared that and not through the words he said but just in his being was how spiritual he was now um, he has a beautiful home a, a wonderful wife and, and fantastic kids that I got to meet as well and he just seems so fulfilled and I've met a few people who have fought with alcoholism, um, and it, it always seemed to me that uh, the message was it's a fight every day, that they have to fight the demons of alcoholism um, every single day. And I just had this amazing moment where I said to him, you know, I don't see that in you. Um, and, and he talked about how he just immediately acknowledged, yeah, that's uh, that's not part of my being. I'm just, uh, uh, it's because I'm spiritual. Um, and he has a spiritual fulfillment. And I think that that's, the, that's one of the things when people fight things like alcoholism, um, they they fight it and they, they fix the problem of avoiding, you know, staying away from alcohol. But for them, they... There's still empty voids in their lives that they haven't filled in other places. And for that reason, the alcohol is still a draw. 
Um, and I just didn't see that with him. Uh, and I, I think there's some teaching there that, that, that we need to think about. You know, no matter what our habits are, what our things that we want to improve on, it's, it's finding that fulfillment and that, uh, amazing opportunities to share our stories and uh, our lives with each other. Be it face-to-face friends, online friends, it's those opportunities to share, to be fully present that I think, uh, make us, uh, happy, make us complete. So as I sit here listening to a stream bubble in the background with no other sounds to interfere, I'm just reminded that it's so important to unplug, to unplug and reconnect with nature, with human beings, with the people that you care about and with your family. And uh, so I just, I'm just have had just an amazing summer that has been focused on being unplugged um, but at the same time truly plugging in and on that note this is Dave Truss unplugging again to go spend some quality time with my family when we met I told you my story now I sat around when you told your Made our lives up out of some inarticulate perfect glory. Laid our rocks on the opposite shore. 